Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Noodling with Josh. My name is Josh, welcome to my podcast and today we have a very special, very nerdy episode for you. I hope you are ready. My wonderful guest, Louis Valentin, is coming back. We are going to talk all things comics, specifically all things comic book movies. Um, starting off with what I thought to be an incredible flick, Thor Ragnarok. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> My guest had different opinions, and that's what makes America great. The episode's a long one. We talk about all upcoming shows, all upcoming movies. So I'm going to keep this intro short. Thank you for tuning in. If you have any feedback or if you want to be on the show, hit me up anytime at Josh the Weaver on Twitter or on Facebook.com slash Noodling with Josh. Like, follow, feedback. Love it. Thank you. Thanks, Louie, for coming on the show. Without further ado, hit the theme. Moved out of Michigan. Got a job in the city of sin. White collar boy with the beard of joy Hits record and lets you in Gotta take a drink if you get interrupted Don't forget that onion dip Retweet the show so his feet can stay off the ground Sit back and relax Take the conversation to the max Josh is noodling around Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Noodling with Josh. I have a crowd favorite back in the studio today. I say crowd favorite because it really was one of the first episodes that I got a ton of compliments on because they said not only do you have a beautiful speaking voice, but that we uh, we had a lot of good convo. So I needed to bring you back before I left the state. Welcome back, Louie. Hey, everybody. How you, how's it going? Oh, man. It's good to have you back. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Thanks uh, for having me. That, oh, man, was because every time Louie comes over, he makes me food, <laughs> whether I ask him to or not. And what did we just eat? So I made I made some pulled pork quesadillas. Oh. Uh, yeah, just simple, easy. It took you like five seconds, and it, it was one of the better meals I've had. Oh, in, that's cool. In the past thank couple you. weeks, so thank you. As I'm parsing down all of the food I have in my, you know, <laughs> pantry, it's. Uh, <laughs> hey, do you think instant potatoes go bad? Uh, no. All right, good. Because I have like the powdered kind, like the kind like they're flakes. Not not the flakes, like like the chips, where it's got like the chip. Okay. And then like you add hot water and milk, and then like you sprinkle in this powder. I mean, and then you bake it. Well, technically, it shouldn't. Okay. uh, Because it's not really made. Yeah. It's just kind of preserved until you actually activate it. It 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 it. If it's like past the expiration date, like a on the year package, past the expiration date, 
technically it's still edible. It's okay. just not going to taste as fresh, if you will. Yeah, okay, I got that because so. I rolled the dice on a box of cheesy potatoes I found in the back of the pantry, and um, <laughs> still not sure how I'm feeling. Okay, <laughs> so if I don't show up tomorrow, what color was the cheese? So it was in a packet. Okay. And it was like white. It was like a white oh, okay, okay. packet, like okay. With white powder and green so like, stuff in it. But wait, what? Th- there was no dairy. Okay. No, 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 no. Like, like oh, green, man. like herbal stuff, green? Or? Yeah. Okay. Like it, it looked like you were like a sauce packet for ramen. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, I didn't if there's, look, if, if there's anything in there, <laughs> it was, there like was a green different color that and I didn't should not check. be I just in guessed. there, then. Congratulations. You probably have like salmonella or something. (laughs) Damn it. I think it'd be fine though. I I did think it was weird that they have like little green flecks in the potatoes. It it, it probably is just like part of the seasoning packet. It's like some sort of dried herb that they Let's just call it uh, probiotics. That's, hey, it's going to clean you out one way or another. Seriously. So, yeah. Had one of those moments the other day and I was just like, Maybe those potatoes were bad. <laughs> I don't know. They're still in the fridge. I'm still eating them. I actually, it's funny if I could share a quick story. Of course. Um, I went to uh, another friend's place and I didn't bring any food. Really? Right? So Weird. Rare, right? Weird. Weird, yeah. And so like we're into it. We're watching. We're playing video games. Or we're watching movies. And mm-hmm. like suddenly they're like, oh, we'll go get pizza. And I'm like, you guys don't have anything here to eat? And they're like, well, we have this stuff. So I looked through their pantry and I looked in the freezer. I'm like, hmm. I think I can work with this. Yeah. And so I ended up making these kind of potato, um, uh, no, meatball stuffed potato balls. Re- what? With um, uh, melted cheese. Okay, sure. And and a little tomato sauce. Yeah, yeah. And so um, it was just, they had frozen meatballs in the freezer. Okay. They had, they had fresh potatoes. So I just peeled a couple of those, boiled them, made, mashed them up, right? Uh, then I just kind of, Took the meatball, wrapped it up in the potato, covered it in flour and egg, deep fried it after they were done, put some tomato sauce in the bowl, put some cheese on it, put it in the oven for a few minutes, and boom, Man. it's done. Come on. It's like uh, it's like chopped. You just get that yeah. basket. And yeah. You got to make something. Chop is a huge inspiration for, for me, like making dishes out of nothing. Because if, normally, if I'd seen stuff like that, I'd be like, well... I guess we could get pizza. Yeah. Yeah. No, shoot. They should have a special edition of Chopped where it's just you going to other people's houses <laughs> and having to make meals out of whatever they have in the back of their pantry. Like one week it could be, you know what, really quick before anyone, we go any further, I trademark this idea. That's how that works, right? Okay. I yeah, just yeah, say yeah. trademark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like declaring bankruptcy, you just right. scream it and that's how that works. <laughs> All right, so I'm declaring trademark on this. Uh, I know that doesn't work, but... There's, there could be different episodes where it's like this episode you go to a college kid's dorm. Yeah. And like you can only cook with what's in their, uh, you know, in their mini fridge. Oh, yeah, totally. You versus another chef. But it's like it's not a, you know, you, you don't get like a secret pantry. Right. You actually just get to whatever's, whatever's in this there. person's house. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This bachelor hasn't gone to the grocery right. store in two weeks. <laughs> we only have stuff that's left in a freezer that's most likely burned. Right. How can Louie turn this into a fabulous dinner? Like, I would absolutely watch that. Because oh I'd be like, God. oh, I have that. I have that. I don't know what that is, but I have that. Like, that hey, would... the best thing I learned about watching that show was yeah. how to turn gummy bears into um, a sweet sauce. Okay. I would never have thought to use gummy bears to make, like, 
a sweet sauce for like chicken wings yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. So it's right. like, well, now I know. Walk me through it. You have gummy bears. And so basically you just melt them in a pot. Sure. Um, just, you know, slow, slow heated pot yeah. until they kind of break down. Sure. And they turn into a jelly. Yeah, of um, course. You thin it out with a little bit of water and then you add like seasoning to it, you know, salt, pepper, whatever you want. And then you can yeah, use it Yeah, because it would just coating. be sugar water at that point. Yeah, pretty much. But the good thing is that you can technically use it for other things. So you can add like an acid to it to kind of tone down the sugarness. Huh. Or the sweetness of it. Yeah. Um, and and turn it like into a, like... Like a gelatin. Or yeah, like a gelatin or, again, like a glaze for chicken wings or something. Really? I say chicken wings because that's my favorite food. And I'm always thinking like sweet. What can of, I do to make this? Yeah, to yeah. make it better. I just finished a 10-pound bag of Harbro gummy bears that I yeah. really wish you would have told me about this beforehand. Because... Um, I really didn't need to eat all of them, right. <laughs> but I had to because I'm, I'm moving. That it's, was my excuse. It's gummy bears, though. So oh, yeah. You can't say no to that. They're the best. So for those just tuning in, and I don't know how that's possible. It's a podcast. Um, <laughs> for those who this is their first episode, uh, Noodling with Josh, we only have three rules. And Louie's been on the show before, so Louie, I'm going to run you through the rules again and for everyone new. Um, first rule is if we get interrupted, we got to take a shot. Okay. And my roommate just got back from Portland and he brought back some really interesting booze that I might make the new drink of the show. So uh, if we get interrupted, uh, that'll be what we're, we're swigging and we'll talk about it. Um, second rule, if we bring up anything you want to talk about, Dean's French onion dip. Um, yeah, no, I, I can't think of anywhere that we're going to go today that you're going to need that, but that's our safe word. Okay. And then uh, you got to share the show. It, it's, it's your show, so you got to retweet it when we're done. Easy no peasy. problem with that. Easy peasy. All right. So what we talked about last time you were on the show, we basically walked through phase two of Marvel's movie releases, right? Mm -hmm. We talked about what's coming in to 2017. Because mm -hmm. we well, we talked back in like June, July. I think it was I think it was June. So this is This was before um I think Doctor Strange was just coming out in theaters. Doctor Strange came out this year? I think so. I want to. I want to say no. I'm sorry. That was last year. That was last year. Okay. Yeah, I thought so. Guardians was Guardians. That's just what it was. Out. Guardians two. Right. That's what it was. Oh, did we just get interrupted? We did get interrupted. All I right. Apologize. Do you want to use this one for a shot? Sure. Why not? All right. Well, we'll be right back. It's noodling with Josh. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. And we're back. All right. So the drink that we're drinking right now, the spirit we're drinking. Oh, how do you spell that? Aquavit. 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 Oh, I apologize. It's, it sounds French. It's it's Norwegian. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's it's an, oh, Scandinavian. Scandinavian. Okay. Which I think is technically. How appropriate. Also Norwegian. I know. Right? <laughs> Wait, how? Well, because Scandinavians used to worship Norse gods. And we're about to talk about, about, about the Ragnarok. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Well done. Yeah. So we're going to get, uh, let's get twisted on some uh, th some Thor juice. Yep. Cheers, bud. Cheers. Oh, man. Oh. It tastes like Loki's butthole. <laughs> Pardon me. Ah, uh, man, definitely. Um, I was gonna say Thor's, but that probably tastes better. But 
It smells. Hello. It, it tastes like flowers. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's, it's good the second time around. All right, so it's um, a traditional caraway and star anise spirit. Yeah. So it's made from grain. It's got a lot of caraway oh, see, and a I lot knew, of anise in it. I, I knew that it was star anise. Okay. Because the flavor of it's different Black than just licorice. regular. It's regular. Yeah. It's different than regular anise. It's, um yeah, so when you have like the absinthe, it's mm-hmm. just got the anise in it. It's yeah. a little... It tastes like black jelly beans. Yeah. It yeah. tastes like the mm-hmm. black licorice. This one's more like um, more like an herbal. Yes. It, it's, it's like an herbal black jelly mm-hmm. or black jelly bean. It's used, uh, I'd like to say from my experience, I used it a lot in like Asian cooking. Like Asian. Really? Yeah. Like uh, uh, like Chinese, huh. uh, Japanese, uh, Indian. Sure. Um, they use some of that. And it's actually, it, it makes the meals really, really good. Huh. So. I you know what it is? It's it's the clear fernet. Okay. That's what it tastes like to me. Interesting. Yeah. Not not like same flavor profile, no, 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 no. but same like like the not, not the same flavor, but the same profile. Sure. Like, it's a little weird. It's kind of more herbal. It sure. Goes down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Different. Anyways, anyways, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Well, no, we're getting off track. Ooh, even the burps though. <laughs> so, the last time you were on the show, we talked a lot about superhero movies and what Marvel was coming into. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to cover. I kind of want to this time cover Marvel and DC. Okay. Just superhero movies that are coming out. Sure. But first, can we start with Thor Ragnarok? Because every time I mentioned it, you give me this look. That's like, man, I can't wait to talk about this shit, and I can't tell if that's a good or a bad sign. Yeah, I've waited for a while to talk to yeah. someone about it, and I, I, on purpose when you said you were going to see it, I was like, we're not going to talk about it until you're on the show. Right. And I, I made and I made sure like I didn't really. I didn't. Who, who was the last person I spoke to? Um, I know that I think uh, somebody at work asked me about it. Okay. And I just mentioned how I felt about it. Sure. But I didn't talk about it. Okay. All right. So like, it, I've had it all in me this whole time. All right. So this is your official. Um, this is your official spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. We might talk about some stuff happened. We'll try to glaze over it because I don't want people to have to like skip past this to get to the rest of the episode. Yep. So we let's not talk about b- big plot points. Right. Especially. The incredible ending trailer or yes. the 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 end credits yes. scene, mm-hmm. which is man, I would that I wish we could talk about. Yeah, we'll just talk about it off air because okay. I don't want to ruin it for anyone. It's totally totally That's worth it. Fair. Before we get your, I'm assuming it's going to be a rebuttal based on your response. I I'm going to talk about it really quick. I absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved it. It had so many Easter eggs for those who are like big into like the Thor. Um, can I, you know what? I'm going to bring up one Easter egg. It's not, I'm not, it's not ruining anything, but it's an Easter egg that I noticed only like the second time when you're seeing the movie, there's this big exterior shot of the game masters building mm-hmm. and they're putting, and this is in the trailers. It's not ruining anything. They're putting Hulk's face on the side of it with all the other champions. Mm-hmm. And they cut to the shot like five times and like the third time, I was like, "All right, I'm missing something," because they're using this exact same shot again. Mm-hmm. So I look, I look, I scan it, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" So they'd use it. I knew they were going to use it again, just mm-hmm. based on how often that they did. And they did. And did you see who was right below Hulk? Um, I saw several faces underneath Hulk. Okay. The one that stood out for me was Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. Yeah. I was so excited. <laughs> Beta Ray Bill is another entity who was also at one point Thor. Yep. Because Thor is not a name, it's a mantle. Correct. 
It's something that passes from person to person. Correct. And at one point, this character, Beta Ray Bill, who had like the body of like a Norse god, but like the face of like a galactic horse kind well, of. Yeah. Well, he he uh, belonged to a race. Uh, unfortunately, the, the name escapes me right now. Hold on. I'm going to look it up right now where you're talking. Okay. Um, and he uh, somehow manages to cross paths with Thor. Um, and because he's so noble, he he basically transforms into Thor. Yeah. Now knowing knowing that he's, he's so one of noble, the few, he's one of the few entities who's actually been able to pick up Mjolnir. That's correct. Thor's hammer. Correct. And knowing that knowing that he was able to do so, Odin decided to create a new weapon for him to use and let Thor keep Mjolnir. Really? What did he use? Well, he created a similar hammer, okay, which is called Stormbreaker. I remember that. Oh, no way. Yeah. Thor's going to get his hammer back. That's right. Also in the trailer, so I'm not ruining anything, you see um, Kate Blanchett, right? Yep. Just destroys hammer. Yep. It's in the trailer, so I'm it's not ruining anything. Yeah, that's not a big spoiler because so it happened. She breaks Mjolnir, and you're kind of like a dumbstruck into like, now what? Like, he's, you know, you know he's super strong, but stuff happens. You're going to love it. I loved it. It was very much an awesome reveal. When Thor kind of like re- like discovers himself, yep, and it was a, it really elevated him so much to the point where it, I, he almost doesn't have an equal no, in yeah. in the Avengers mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm really curious on how that's gonna you know, n- like Iron Man doesn't hold a candle to Thor. Oh God, now. no! Not and at it's all. like they kind of were eye to eye in mm-hmm. previous movies. Now it's like he's embraced the God part. Oh sure. So. Well, I think after the whole, um, after uh, uh, they found out uh, what Tony had been doing yeah. this whole time about Kinda. creating um, uh, uh, or participating in the, uh, what's it called, the Sokovia Accords yeah. and trying to register superheroes or yep. people with powers, that's when their relationship, well, that's when everybody's relationship decided to kind of fizzle yeah. and everybody became so untrusting yep. of not only him, but almost to a certain extent, each other. Yeah. So it, it's, it, it's nice that they did that because it almost let them rediscover themselves. Sure. I, I know that that's like kind of a, a ridiculous thing to think about, but it's, I mean, these guys, I mean, we're in phase two of phase three for these movies. So there's been a ton of Marvel films and we've seen all of their, you know, intro stories mm-hmm. But it's kind of nice to have like a mid-act like reminder of how powerful they are. Right. Mm-hmm. And this to me is what Thor Ragnarok is. You get to see Hulk at his hulkiest, mm-hmm. Thor at his Thoriest. Mm-hmm. Um, I we get introduced into a lot of really new cool characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I don't want to ruin anything because mm-hmm. there's a couple that I could bring up that would just I'd love to talk about. But right. we'll talk about it off air. Okay. So. I loved it. I loved Thor Ragnarok. I thought the whole thing. I love. Oh man, I'm gonna mess up his name so bad. Uh, the director. Uh, oh. Uh, oh. 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 Isn't it like? Um, Takai Watiti. Yes. Taika. T a i k a. Yeah. Is his Taika. first name. Taika Watiti. Watiti. Mm-hmm. So he's he's Kiwi. He's mm-hmm. he's from New Zealand. Yep. He. Um, there's a couple voices in there that you'll recognize if you're fans of Flight of the Concords. Mm-hmm. Or did, did, do you watch Flight of the Concords? I used to, yeah. It was so a great show. Did you recognize the voice? Oh, of, immediately. Yeah. Immediately. It, it, it's their manager, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was just like, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go see it. 
I, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I think Watiti, I think he really brought in the humor mm-hmm. element yep. that Thor naturally lends itself to. Mm-hmm. Um, that was always something that bugged me is he's a god from another world on Earth. Like, why aren't there more weird moments like what's a cell phone mm-hmm. and like what's email? Like sure. stuff that they, if you've seen the Thor shorts that mm-hmm. they have released, like yep. they address, but they never did in the movies. Until now, where right. it's like he is out of his element. He's totally just like, let's see how this works. Right, right. And like, it, it's like watching a big, strong. It's like watching like a you know big, dumb Gronkowski funnel <laughs> around the universe because you're just like, well, he'll get it right one of these times. And I shout out to Gronkowski, love you, buddy. Oh man, my starting te on my uh, fantasy. <laughs> so yeah, thanks, Gronk. Didn't make fun of you. Um, no, but I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I thought it had me going the whole time. Mm-hmm. I, um, my buddy and I saw it and we were really close to the screen mm-hmm. and it was 3d. Okay. So like we had to kind of have some moments where like, if you're watching a 3d movie, you yeah. can't turn your head to look right. at it. You have to look <laughs> in the center of the screen and move your eyes. Right. So even above all that, you know, shittiness, mm-hmm. I still love the movie. Okay. Why okay. am I wrong now? <laughs> now tell me why I'm wrong. Apparently. Okay, so I will agree. I I will say this. Um, Thor is a great film. Okay. Okay. I, Ragnarok, I, right? Thor Ragnarok sure. is a great film. Because Dark right. World is horrible. Dark World. Well, I mean, sorry. Continue. Okay. Sorry. Dark World. Dark World has has its place in the universe. Sure. It's not the greatest. Sure. But it certainly helps bridge. Yep. Certain key elements that yeah. we'll discover soon later on and in the big movie that And we needed it because of the Power Stones. We needed Correct. it because of the Dark Elves. All that stuff. This movie um, was was great. Like I said, the humor was there. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, uh, 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 um, uh, Chris Hemsworth definitely seemed like he was enjoying himself a lot more yes. than some of the other films. Yeah. Um, so well, props to him on for that. And he got a lot more FaceTime with Bruce Banner. Yes. With, um, I almost said Eric Banner. With um, <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. With Mark Ruffalo. Yes. So the two of them together. They were excellent. I could watch a buddy cop movie with totally, them any day. Totally. They were I would do the that. perfect, perfect like <laughs> leverage. Like, yes. Yeah. Anyways. Sorry. Continue. Well, I felt that, again, despite that it was a good a good film for what it was, I felt like it was a bit rushed. Sure. The, okay. Oh my God! They had to fit in. They like had to five fit in storylines. Yeah, they fit in so many storylines in what a little over two and a half hours. I think. I think it was that. I, mean, I felt like it was less because it just flew by so quickly. It did flew by because there was so much going on. But I, I, I'm just arguing with you because I, I wanted to get this out where we were talking about it. There were storylines that we're never going to be able to see otherwise. Like the whole Grandmaster, like, you know, that was like a baby version of Planet Hulk. Yes. Where, like, he was, like, we're not going to see Planet Hulk anytime soon. Correct. They're not, it'd be CGI almost impossible to make that movie. Mm -hmm. So it's like we got a little teaser of what Mm -hmm. a Planet Hulk movie could be. Right. And it was almost to me like, do you remember how Ryan Reynolds shot that Deadpool footage? Yes. As like a tester, like this is how good it will look. Right. Mm-hmm. That, the whole Hulk storyline was them testing, for me at least, the whole, you know, Planet Hulk. Sure. Because remember Mr. Rock Monster mm-hmm. constantly was talking about revolution. Mm-hmm. 
That was the point of yeah, Planet Hulk. That was Grok. So Grok. Grok. Oh man, he's so awesome. he was so well done. That was the you know that was um, Watiti, right? Really? Yeah, he did the voice. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, he was awesome. Okay, yeah, that was perfect. So I I, I agree with you that there were a ton of storylines, but they were storylines that like I don't think we'd be able to see in their full. Sure. When you read the comics, you have the benefit of following the full arc, getting every single detail before they close. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I will say that they definitely try to incorporate different uh, comic storylines in there. What was the... Um, it, it opens well, with Thor fighting um, the horns. A Surtur. Thank you. Yeah. I Like, they couldn't do a Surtur movie, but they got to work him in here perfectly. Correct. Well, Surtur um, definitely fits into one of the storylines mm-hmm. that was around, I want to say, late 80s, early 90s. Um, and at that time, uh, not only did Thor battle him, but so did Loki and so yeah. did Odin. Yeah. And so it took all three of them to kind of defeat him. Yeah. Um, I really, so, I, I don't want to ruin anything because this, no, no, this no. would be a, a spoiler alert. I really like how they ended like with him. Sure. It, and just go see it, guys. Right. Please go see this movie. So I don't want to ruin anything either. And I keep saying, I know we keep saying this. So <laughs> if something comes out, you know, just, you just edit it out. Oh, no. But, we already <laughs> said spoiler alert. It's, it's, but so you had three super powerful characters in this film, right? And I'm referring to Hela. Yeah. I'm referring to Surtur. Sure. And I'm also referring to the Grandmaster. Yeah. Um, these are supposed to be very, very strong, omnipotent beings um, that I felt were not really pushed to their potential. I agree. I, I think I think the way that Thor used Surtur mm-hmm. was appropriate. Mm-hmm. I... I loved Jeff Goldblum as a Grandmaster. Oh, yeah. He did a great Grandmaster. And it's funny. I I almost think he's so... I mean, he's one of the immortals, right? He is considered um, one of the... um, Celestials. Celestials. Thank you. Uh, Correct. For me, when I think of the Celestials, and I think Benicio Del Toro also did this because he is a collector, they're almost so old that they don't care. Right. Because well, like what the, goes around comes around for they're, them. They're technically part of a group called the Elders of the Universe. Yeah. And so they are three out of seven beings that exist out there. Yeah. Um, Ego from Guardians of the Galaxy yep. uh, is the third one. We haven't seen the other four, but I'm yeah. sure at some point we will. Oh, for sure. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so I love Jeff Goldblum as... It's my birthday. As, yeah, as the Grandmaster. However... So that this is where this is where I start to disagree with certain mm-hmm. things. This is where the nitpicky Louis sure, the comics sure. guy pops in. All right, I'm curious. So the Grandmaster is supposed to be this really powerful, omnipotent being. Yeah. And we got Jeff Goldblum, who's a great actor, and oh, sure. he did great justice to the character, but only because I want to say seventy five percent of the people that watched the film didn't know who the Grandmaster was. Yes, I will 100% agree with you there. I was sitting next to my buddy, and when I went to go see it with him, and afterwards, he's just like, wasn't that guy played by Benicio Del Toro last time? And I was like, oh, okay. No, that's a different character. That's a collector. Mm -hmm. I agree. You and I walked in knowing who the Game Master is. Yep. We walked in knowing that it's, you know, one of the Celestials. So I 100% agree. Actually, have we not seen four Celestials? We saw the one, do you remember in Guardians of the Galaxy where Nowhere is? Yeah. It's in his brain. 
You know, it's the skeleton of one of the celestials. Okay, so let's let's make a distinction, right? So nowhere is a celestial. Okay. The head of a celestial. Yeah. Right. Of a now, dead celestial. Correct. So ego, uh, grandmaster, and the collector—they're not. They're not celestials. They're they're called elders of the universe. Okay. All right. All right. I for I was combining them in my yeah. head. Okay. So. I did Grandmaster research and I mm. read it, and you wouldn't tell by how you know I've been combining these two. Right. But I did, so I, I knew their you know relationship going in, mm-hmm. and I, I agree. If mm-hmm. I didn't do that, mm-hmm. it would have been less. But at the same time, maybe they did it in a way that instead of everyone like walking in with like, oh, we just got interrupted really quick. Oh, you know what? You know what? This one doesn't count. Okay. That one doesn't count. That's okay. a. Uh, th- I only heard it in my headphones. I don't think it. Okay. <laughs> it didn't pop. So it it's didn't. Good. Yeah, it didn't pop up. It didn't interrupt the stuff. Um, do you think that they on purpose didn't lean into how powerful he is because it'd be yes. very difficult to show? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, because even in the film, and again, this hopefully I'm not going to ruin anything, but they say something specifically in the film. Uh-oh. Which relates to a different story, uh, comic storyline. What they say that involves? I can't say it because it's gonna ruin the movie. Um, or maybe I can. Well, so, no. If it, if it okay, references so, a storyline that's not in the movie, right? Okay. So the it, the the grandmaster makes a statement. Okay. Right. How he's uh, he created the contest of champions. Yeah. Okay. Right? Sure. Um, and I almost I. I got excited because Contest of Champions was a really, really popular storyline back in the early 80s. Yeah, I remember. Um, I well, remember DC had a competing story. Yes, they had something it similar. Was, um, it was Apocalypse. Yes. Brought like his favorite mm-hmm. you know, heroes from all the different dimensions. Correct. And that was their answer to Marvel's Contest of Champions. Correct, correct. Yeah. And so in Contest of Champions, it was Grandmaster competing against the Collector. Okay. Um, and they plucked out different heroes yeah uh to f- basically compete against one another um in cr- in getting these fragments to create this orb and whoever created the orb would be declared the winner and they would have um, you know unlimited power right really? between the okay. two of them what was great about that storyline and hopefully I'm not taking too much time what was great about that storyline was that they introduced so many international superheroes yes i do remember that you got you got a couple B levels that mm-hmm. like got their chance to move themselves up, but then you got to see like Canuck and Captain Britain yep. and yes. My love for Alpha Flight began in really? that storyline because they okay. introduced Sasquatch and I've never I never had seen or heard of the character okay. until Contest of Champions and when I saw him, I was in love. You're like this huge really? orange beast competing? I was like Oh yeah, Who he could this? totally take on the Hulk. Really? Yeah, and All so right, I gotta do some googling. Yeah, I mean, he was just his the way he looked aesthetically, the way he looked, it was just like you know, growing up, it was like wow, he looks amazing. Yeah, that how can this character be a superhero? Yeah, like he should be a villain, but he's not. He's okay. just so all right, uh, good. So I'm fanboying, for, fanboying it over here for those at home. Google Marvel Sasquatch. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, definitely. Google it. You'll see what I'm talking about. Alpha Flight. Alpha Flight, yeah. W- w- where were they based out of? Can- uh, Canada. Can- <laughs> that was Canada. Canada. Can- <laughs> Canada. 
We shouldn't say that our, our last guest was from Canada. Sorry, for some reason, Portlandia came to mind. So I was going to say Canada. So, yeah, Canada. America's uh, hat. Yeah. Um, okay. But, so, yeah, so, so yeah, so, uh, you know, they introduced that character. I remember they introduced a German character. His name was Blitzkrieg. He really? had some electrical powers. They introduced um, the Peregrine, who was a French uh, superhero. Okay. Uh, Shamrock from Ireland. I mean, oh my God, I could go on forever about the storyline. Anyway, be, going back to Thor, uh, I was excited that the that Jeff Goldblum had mentioned it, and because I almost maybe well, you know, it's a tease for right, right. And so somebody like me hearing that would think, oh my God, wouldn't it be great if they created a movie? called contest of champions and it just was and it would just be similar to that storyline i would abs. oh my god it would they would do it or they should do it in a way where it's they use the international heroes yep. and see what the response is yep absolutely if the response is good enough then bam yep you go absolutely. that direction and you give that country their own movie correct and i'll tell you it, it's just um Going back to Sasquatch. <laughs> okay. So, All right. I'm, I'm, I'm Googling right now. I, okay. I have to know what it looks so like. So he, in the storyline, and I'm not ruining anything. Um, is he in? It, it's not in the, It's not a movie. It's in the comic book. And if you haven't read it, go read it. But I think he, when Sasquatch was background. introduced. Yeah. When Sasquatch was introduced, he went up against this, uh, this uh, five guys from China. Um, and they were called the Collective Man. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Okay. And so... Um, individually, like they could not touch this guy, right? Okay. Um, however, the collective man basically was those five individuals combining themselves to become one person. In other words, yep. he would absorb the other four into himself, and they become like five times as powerful. Really? And they went up against Sasquatch, and incredibly enough, they were able to defeat him but not without defeating themselves. They had to use like all of their power and energy to take down Sasquatch and it just it ultimately knocked them out too. So technically that fight was considered a draw. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. I I I'm in. I would love okay. to see this movie. <laughs> I would love to see Louis, let's start writing it. Yeah. Do you have the comics for this? Yeah, I do actually. Do you really? Mhm. At some point will you give them to uh to Jesse for him to like if they're readable quality, sure. if they're super saving or not, <laughs> I would love to flip through it and make notes and I'll, I'll start writing in like a Absolutely. script. Absolutely. I would love I'm telling that. you, if you, when you start reading it, you're going to be very excited because I, it's okay. only, I think it's only six or eight issues. Sure. Um, but it's, it's got so much in the first two or three uh, issues that you're like, your head just blows only yeah. because there's again, everyone in it. Yeah. Everybody is in it. The, 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 you know, like there are Avengers, there are X-Men, yeah. there's Alpha Flight. Um, there are groups that didn't even, that were around that didn't even exist. Yeah. You know, like Captain Britain was one of them, yeah. right? Yep. Excalibur wasn't around then, but no, that cemented his arrival to yep. it, you know? Yeah. Um, and, um, and just, again, I thought just me personally, I appreciate it and love the fact that they were able to introduce all of these different worldwide heroes yeah. that somebody like myself would never have known. Sure. You know? So, so tell me this, follow my you know connection here. Uh -huh. Do you think this is like a step towards Fox 
finally releasing control of the superheroes that it has back to Marvel. Deadpool, <sighs> X-Men. And, 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 and why I say that was Hela, the, you know, goddess of death. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think, well, okay, I can't talk too much about this without ruining parts of the movie. Um, Hela also has relationships with another superhero that's recently had a movie, Deadpool. Deadpool gets married to the goddess of death. Correct. And is that not the same Hela? No. It's not? It's a different goddess yes. of death? Well, Hela is the Norse goddess of death. However... The Asgardian goddess of correct. death. Correct. Okay. Um, however... I, I thought... I swear I thought that that was... It's easily... It, it, you could easily just make that correlation. That sure. Because she's the goddess of death, that she's also death in the... Let's say the Marvel universe Marvel as in the Deadpool, title. Yeah. However, that death that you're thinking of, yeah. she's more of a cosmic entity okay. for all of life. Yep. Whereas, right. Right. whereas Hela is just for the Asgardians. Yes. Yeah, okay. Got it. Like Thor is to thunder. Correct. She's to, okay. Cool. All right. All right. So Ragnarok's out of the way. Out of you know five Mjolnir's, how how many would you give it? I would I would give it. Um, I would give it four. Okay. Um, not a full five, only because, again, um, I felt like it was rushed. Sure. It was definitely an entertaining film, and yeah. everybody, I think, did an amazing job with mm-hmm. what they had to do. But I think that if they had spent a little bit more time fleshing out some of these other storylines, it probably would have been a solid film. Okay. So that's my I, I It played to my ADD, so it got a full five for me. <laughs> okay. But um, I absolutely respect where you're coming from. And and, and stepping back, I, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. I get where you're coming from, and it's it's interesting. It, it definitely, for me, is going to be a definitely like must-buy. Sure. That's Ant-Man is on my short list. You know, mm-hmm. that was one of the ones that as soon as I <laughs> walked Ant-Man out of the theater. <laughs> as soon as I walked out of the theater, I was like, I'll, I'll be buying that one. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, Ant Man was amazing. Oh, it was incredible! I, I, I don't know why I fell in love with it as much as I did. I Same. didn't want to, but I did. Same. And and I mean, it's Paul Rudd. That's a hundred percent of the reason why. <laughs> that's 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 accurate. Really, that's the only thing. So, all right. <laughs> Excuse me. Ragnarok's out of the way. We're recording right now, November twelfth. We have at the end of this week a beautiful new film. Louis, I. You are not excited about Justice League? I I I I can't I so it's I, had like four directors, two different <laughs> composers. I mean, if we know Marvel or if we know DC, it's going to be four different movies sure. stuck together. I mean, like Suicide Squad. Oh god, Suicide Squad. He had so well, much su- potential. And well what happened was is that David Ayer made it a lot darker and funnier and sexier. And then yeah, Warner and then Brothers it, was it just like, It turned out to be no. none of that. So Warner <laughs> Brothers was just like, no, reshoot this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, I'm walking out and I'm bringing these people with me yeah. if, you, if we do this edit. So the final edit was the two of them stuck together. Yeah. Which is why it looked like two different movies. It just... Oh, God. This I one mean, literally has had two different directors, Zack <laughs> Snyder and Joss Whedon. It's had two different composers. At one point, Danny Elfman was in it. <laughs> like, I... Yeah. And I don't know who they finished with, but I know he is composed some oh, of it. Oh God! Like That's... it's so my 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 thing is okay. So t- full disclosure, I am a total Marvel zombie, is which 
what Marvel f- uh, fans refer to themselves as. Yeah. Um, and so I do try to keep an open mind. And I think with every DC movie sans uh, Dark Knight, I've kept an open mind for. Sure. Um, you have to. I have to because, again, I love comics and I love superheroes. So I have to be kind of, you know, uh, 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 you know, keeping an open mind and making sure that I understand what the vision is with yeah. those characters yep. and stories yep. and whatnot. The, the the problem I have, particularly with those films, is that even with Wonder Woman, to a certain extent, it was dark. Every yeah. movie's been dark. Very dark. And, um, like, there are jokes kind of scattered in between them, but... They don't really, they don't really stick. They're not yeah. really that funny. They're they're almost not like jokes. They're like really obvious declarative sentences yeah. that, in the situation, find themselves funny. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, n- there's no like, and maybe this is different because w- what we're supposed to see Flash is mm-hmm. which Flash is this again? Uh, that's Ezra Miller, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, no. Which which? Oh, is he is he playing? Which Flash? It's not Wally West. Uh, Barry Allen. Thank you, Barry Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wasn't the jokester, and you know, even in the commercials, they're like, "Oh, Flash is a comic relief." And I'm just right. like, "Well, wrong Flash." Right. But okay. Yeah. Like they they've always tried to pin Flash as the jokester, but Barry Allen was never the jokester. No, he was never Wally. Funny. He was Wally a West policeman. was the jokester. Yeah, totally. Like he was a policeman mm-hmm. who became a superhero, so right. he's not that funny. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. just had those like one-liners that, again, in crazy situations. So, so maybe the movies, because I 100% agree, I think DC has continuously been darker mm-hmm. and Marvel's been lighter. Correct. But when you think of the subject matter, DC is gods among us. Marvel is humans who get extraordinary opportunities. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe that's why they're so dark. Yeah. Because they need to create a universe where, like, these gods are needed. Mm-hmm. But still, I 100% agree that, like, I'm going to be in line for this one yeah. a couple hours before to make sure that I'm not sitting <laughs> close. Because then I won't be able to see anything. So I'm going to I'm going to remain open-minded okay. and optimistic okay. that the movie will be okay. Okay, not great. Yeah. Um, and so I will see it in a couple weeks. All right. Um, you're not going to be you're not going to be an opening day, dude? No. No. I mean, I I just cannot I cannot foresee myself <clears throat> seeing this film on opening day only sure. because there's definitely going to be a ton of people that are going to go see it. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's the Justice League. You know, most people in this world know who Batman and Wonder Woman and Aquaman are. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm, a, I'm like you. I'm a Marvel zombie, but mm-hmm. my entire life I've wanted to see Flash on yeah. the big screen. So that's purely why I'm going is for Flash. Cool. And um, But I know that on the flip side to that, not a lot of people are going to know of the other heroes yeah. like... Aquaman or Flash or yeah. even Cyborg, who's yeah. part of practically new. Yeah, man. Um, when they announced that he was the fifth member, I was like, why? Yeah. There's so many other like more established mm-hmm. characters that yep. you could have just brought in that yeah. didn't need a whole backstory. Well, so that's he's the either thing. Gonna get, I think... He's either going to get a really cheap backstory. Yeah. Because they need to like announce it in quick yeah. to yeah. get him up to speed or... They're just going to skip it, and they're just going to be like, there's this dude we know, and then right. he'll get his own movie at some point. Well, I think what what I think you hit the, the nail on the head there, because I think what they were looking for is to bring in a character that was going to be relatable 
to people sure. to like you yeah. and I, right? Yeah. Um, and Batman is already too big of a character for correct. us to relate to him, right? Even though he's the only one without powers, right? Exactly. Even though he's the closest to what we could potentially be, right? I, I agree. Cyborg is the one that has the voice of the human, correct? Exactly. And so, like, I even thought, well, Cyborg doesn't really make sense in this whole Justice League thing. Yeah. They should have considered either Hawkman or considered uh, the Martian Manhunter. Dude, Martian Manhunter. Please. But. John it, Johns. That's all I wanted. I but, wanted. But it would go back to the whole thing about having a backstory and yeah. trying to explain that. Yep. And so I think without having that kind of cemented in place, it would have left a lot of people confused and not understand, like, who these people are, how they got part oh, of the Justin League. I would have loved to see this whole, like, Commissioner Gordon introduces Batman to the new detective on the case and mm-hmm. it's detective John Johns. Yeah. And then at the very end of it, he turns into his like Martian form. Sure. And does I would have loved if they had done that. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. It, it'll be interesting. Cause cyborg. I, I also think that because of the popularity of teen Titans <laughs> yeah. and every iteration of teen Titans, mm-hmm. this is their way of getting the kids who are going to be like, I know cyborg. Right. Cyborg is like, I'm not saying it's SpongeBob level known, but no, it, no, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> where it resides. Sure. Is Cyborg has become most popular via Teen Titans. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Either in the comics or in the TV show. Sure. So and, I, and I know that even in comics, they try to kind of promote the, the younger yeah. heroes yep. into like adult heroes, mm-hmm. you know, so that people who have been following them for years know like, oh, yeah, they can... They certainly can progress to becoming like part of the big team. Sure. And so I I, I saw that uh, on the Marvel side with a couple of the New Mutants. Um, yeah. The New Mutants definitely got promoted. Yep. And they like, um, you know, they've been part of other teams like X-Force mm-hmm. and X-Factor mm-hmm. and even the Avengers. Yeah. Um, and they've been great, you know, and you look at them, you're like, wow, they've evolved. They are awesome. They're yeah. Awesome characters. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think they took too long. The only character from DC, to my to my knowledge, sure. that they have promoted where he is now a solid character on his own is Nightwing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He's I the only that. one. Where he went from Robin to Nightwing and now he can kind of hold his own Correct. as like... Not Batman, but like his own version yeah. of you know Blank. He's his now. He's his own hero. He's not living under the shadow of the bat, if you will. Yeah. Um. And just people love him because of that. And you know, if just for you guys out there, if you didn't know that Robin became Nightwing, sorry. Uh, nah. That's been around since like the eighties. So. I mean, there's still a Robin, so it's not like he ruined any Correct. Of his day. Yeah, he's what Robin number. Six, seven. Oh yeah, it is a he right now, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, there right. used to, there were two female. There were two females. Yeah, there was at one point. Did you see? Um, oh man, there was this teaser that had me going for a second. Where it was, I could see Ellen Page be that Robin, but I don't think she's buff enough. Um, there was a tease. It was a photo on Jason Momoa's Instagram that had. Um, uh, it was him with Anna Kendrick and Anna Kendrick and it had the hashtag squirrel girl hashtag Robin. Interesting. And I was like, oh man, is she reading for one of these characters? <laughs> like that'd be, yeah, that'd be I really, see, I could see Ellen Page as squirrel girl. Well, you know who is going to be squirrel girl because they're, they're finally making, um, 
not Great Lakes Avengers, but they're making. Oh my god, that would be awesome! I know, right? Seriously, <laughs> um, uh, gravy. Her, the chick from the AT and T commercials. The chick from the AT and T commercials. She's very attractive. Um, oh, 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 oh! Vine, yeah, yeah, Vine yeah, yeah. Yes, Vine I know Trub. what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, she's she's Squirrel Girl. Hmm. Um, so they're making that into a show. I'm, I'm not just a Squirrel Girl show, but they're making a. I think she's gonna. Well, hold on. Let's let's do some quick googling. Um, she is gonna be. Let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I think she's coming out. I think another media. Let's see. New Warriors. That's what it is. Ooh, yeah. So they're making the Marvel New Warriors uh, for ABC. And Squirrel Girl is played by Melania Von Traub. Interesting. So, okay. yeah. That'll be interesting. Well, I'm looking forward to that. So let's really quick run through a couple new stuff that's coming out. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about a couple things as we're going. Um, so Justice League, we're cautiously optimistic. Well, I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I am also cautiously <laughs> optimistic. But I, I could talk about the Black Panther movie all day. Yes. I'm gonna skip oh, my that. God. I'm going to skip that because uh, I want uh, us to have another talk about it after. Oh, sure. Like, well, I mean, we have several months until it happens. But I am so excited. Just, just by the trailers alone, oh, it looks it's beautiful. like it's amazing just visually stunning it's so much and so oh my god so many beautiful people are on there so well cast oh i'm so i mean i could list off everyone and it would Uh just blow your mind so the february 16th Mm -hmm. so february 17th is going to be the next time that we talk louis yep and we're going to absolutely well we'll talk before then sure we'll um we'll do a, a special right after We'll go see it in our respective states, and okay. then we'll um, we'll we'll Skype and talk about okay. it. Okay. Um, so we have, or maybe meetings. I'll just travel. I come to Michigan. Okay. Come to Michigan. Come stay with me, and then we'll just immediately afterwards we'll awesome. Um So we have the New Mutants, which uh, I talked. It, it's it's that movie that's kind of like a horror movie. Yeah, with, I'm surprised. So I'm surprised when I saw the trailer how it played out. I I was like, wow, this is. This is kind of scary. Yeah, it, it's they're very much going like the whole American Horror Story Asylum route. Yes, where it's like they're all locked in. They're all like, anyways. I I like I love Macy Williams. I think she's a great actress. Yep. I think she's gonna kill it. Um, it's Josh Boone, who directed like Deadpool and Logan. Yeah. So I'm 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 curious on on how that's gonna go, but um, I after wonder that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wonder how much of an association they are going to make to the X-Men um, because... I know. Um, I don't know. if I think they're barely allowed to say mutants. Well, um, if we could talk about TV for a little bit. Sure. There's a TV show on Fox right now called The Gifted. Yeah. Which is about mutants. Yeah. They actually use the term mutants. Um, and, at, and at one point, I believe, they actually used the, the term X-Men. Um, really? and, um, so I think there's still like, well, I mean, obviously from that, there's still a connection okay. to that universe. Sure. However, because there have been so many different variations of the X-Men, yeah. we don't know exactly which X-Men they're Who referring they're to. Who they're talking about. Correct. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So that show is actually pretty good by the way. Really? Okay. Yeah. I've been waiting for enough of it to come out that I can just sit and watch a bunch. Mm-hmm. So I I will absolutely catch up on season one. Yeah, over. totally. 
So, all right. So then after we have New Mutants, we have Avengers Infinity War, which is May 4th of next year. Mm-hmm. Russo Brothers. I We could speculate about this all day. There, <laughs> I am going to say one thing. There is a tie-in to Thor Ragnarok. You'll see the tie-in when you go see it. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a stretch of a tie-in for those who aren't as nerdy as Louie and I are. <laughs> yeah. uh, it does require you seeing some stolen footage from <laughs> Comic-Con. <laughs> But um, see that footage from Comic Con. I I swear to God, that is not real footage. You don't think it's real footage? No, I don't think so. I, I think it's just um, something that they use to kind of whet the appetite of everybody in the audience. But I, in my heart, I feel like none of that is going to be in the film. Louis, the movie comes out in May. I know. You don't think that that's the real piece? No, no, not you, at all. That's like cutting room floor stuff. Totally using for fluff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially for me, um, when I saw what Thanos looked like, and he didn't—he wasn't wearing his armor. It. Well, I was like, mm, if we that saw the same be. footage, you only see him once, and it's him coming out of a boom tube—not a boom tube, but you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like, yeah, no, I—I I, I know what you mean. He looked a little washed out too, so maybe it was just the footage we saw, but I. We're due for Infinity War trailer sometime soon. Do you think that they're going to put it in front of Justice League? No. <laughs> that would be... That would be the ultimate kick in the balls, oh for sure. Oh, my God. Be like... <laughs> People would just go... It would be like that time where the trailer for the new Star Wars tri- uh, trilogy was happening. And I think it was... Um, what was the movie that came out? Meet Joe Black. Some dumb movie. Yeah, it was a stupid movie. People would walk in to yeah, see... People walked in to see the trailer and, and left yeah. as soon as the trailer was over. Well, you know what they did for that? They ended up putting the trailers at the end of the movie. Oh, my God. That's so stupid. So they did it because so many people were leaving sense. the movie. You, you know that they actually used to come after the film to yeah. trailers. That's why they're called trailers. True. But so many like, well, it was some brilliant marketing. It was just like, hey, let's tease our stuff in front of our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so while they're sitting there waiting to see our stuff, we can show them all of our stuff. Correct. So some smart <laughs> marketing dude out there. But um, so we have Infinity War. We could talk about that all day. There's, I mean... The only thing I will say, and this is not a spoiler because we don't even know if it's true, but um, based on stolen footage that you can Google yourself, (laughs) I believe this is when we're going to see the Avengers meet the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, The Guardians will have their own moment with Doctor Strange. Um, It'll be one of the first times that we see everybody on the Marvel guest list except for Deadpool. True. And Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yep. But they're their own thing. <laughs> but I think this is going to be one of the few times that we see everybody. Yeah. From the mar- It'll be like moments in, in the comic book where you just see them for a second. But I'm, I'm really curious on how this is going to go. Yeah. I think that... Um, I remember that at one... Well, what I do know from, from stories that I've read is that they're going to be in excess of 60 superheroes in this film. Yep. Okay. Sounds about right. Um, Unfortunately, I don't, and I couldn't really tell whether or not it only referred to just the heroes that we've seen in films. Yeah. Or if it encompasses uh, the Marvel Universe as a whole, where we would see, like, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Ghost Rider, um, like, those guys that have already appeared and made some sort of connection with them. Yeah. Um, Even the Netflix heroes, like, 
uh, Iron Fist and uh, Luke Cage. Yeah. Like, those guys. They would be... Like, if they even... Like, if they showed a glimpse of them, I think that people would, like, lose their minds. If Thanos brought an army and they flash to a bunch of different, like... There's, you know, Phil Coulson punching one off a helicarrier and it jumps to Jessica Jones and Hell's Kitchen throwing one out of a window <laughs> and it jumps to, like, if they just did things like that, yeah. even that, right. of just a reminder that, like, hey, this is all shared universe. Right. That, I, I 100% agree. It's but so I will weird. tell you that the, the Infinity Gauntlet storyline itself is just, it's a remarkable story. Yeah. You know, and... It, and, and that's why they split it off into two movies. Yeah. They're telling you right away mm-hmm. that, like... This is gonna be an epic yeah. six hours of movie. I mean, if they if they do what they did in the first two issues of that book, I mean that movie will be sold for me. Yeah, okay. you know, right. we're like we still don't have a trailer yet. The movie doesn't come out until May. No, but, but I, I, feel I almost like, feel like I almost feel like it might be a trailer for New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. You think so? I, I think I, so. I think it's gonna be in front of Star Wars. Really? I think enough people. Well, it's the same company, yeah. Disney. That's what I was thinking. Everyone and their mother is going to go see Star Wars. So that is their chance to be like, to show everyone in the world yeah. Infinity War. Sure, sure. No, so, I, I could see that. I could see how that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I would, I would see much it in front of Justice League. That, do that for Justice League. <laughs> that would be the best in the world <laughs> if they put it in front of Justice League. And, just like, and at the end, it's just like Kevin Feige with just middle fingers. Right. Like, hey, fuck you. And then like runs off Hashtag stage. come see us. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be so great. That would be amazing. But, but there are films beyond Infinity War that take place. Yeah. And so... I'm oh. not exactly. Ooh, hey, Nakuku. Well, hi, Nakuku. Sorry, my uh, Xbox just gave us an interruption. Yeah. So uh, we'll be right back. Hi, Nakuku. Thanks for making <laughs> us do a shot. It's noodling with Josh. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. All right, we're back. I don't remember what we were talking about, so we're going to keep going. <laughs> um, Louie got you a new drink. Um, yep. Let me cheers, bud. Cheers to you. Thank you so much. Cheers. Enjoy. Good, right? Tastes like maple syrup. Ooh, yum. Yeah, it's really good. Um, okay, so let's run through the rest of what um, I pulled up an, a link on Collider. Okay. And it's uh, it's all the movies that are coming out that have been an- announced, okay, and have a director and a lead actor associated. Okay, so we're just gonna do those because there's been so many that have been announced. Oh sure. So we'll just give it a quick thumbs up, thumbs down, and like a, a line or two of, if you're excited. Um, June first next year, director David Light, cast Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool two. Excited. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a it's a podcast and it's purely audio, so <laughs> thumbs up needs to be spoken. Okay, uh, <laughs> I guess I would give it a thumbs up. Uh, Deadpool was actually a very uh, surprisingly good film. Yeah, um, and so I am kind of looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to um, uh, what's his name, uh, Josh. Uh, um, oh God, what's his name? Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yes. I'm looking forward to see uh, his take on what Cable is supposed to be like. I am so excited And for that. how they're going to try to explain that. 
he's Thanos and Cable. Yeah. Well, I, I feel well, like... Well, not only that, but, I mean, you know Cable and his story, right? Oh, my God, yeah. How are they allowed to bring up Cyclops without talking about Cyclops? Right. So, and we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I think, from what I heard, Deadpool 1 opened a lot of doors uh-huh. between Marvel and Fox. Yeah. So, hopefully, it's more like... It's at our, both of our benefit if you talk about this, that, and the other thing. So yeah, hopefully yeah, yeah. someone kind of, you know, nuts up and is just like, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. You can talk about the, you know, the X-Men. Go yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So thumbs up for me too. I'm very excited for that. For nothing else, I miss TJ Miller. I miss seeing him on screen. Um, after that, we have July 6th. Yeah, <laughs> TJ Miller. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we have uh, Peyton Reed in, in installment two. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. That I'm also looking forward to because yep. um, I, I've i seen uh, uh, images of what Wasp looks like. Yes. And um, I even think that um, in the comics, they kind of been doing justice to her too. Really? By making her more of what like Ant-Man is like. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah. And it was nice that we got to see her semi in action. We got to see her mom yes. in action mm-hmm. in the first one. Yeah. So we know that it looks good and that it works well. So I'm I, I'm also looking forward to that yeah. one. All right. Venom. Ruben Fisher <sighs> is the director and uh, cast so far we have Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, and Jenny Slate. Tom Hardy is Venom. Tom Hardy is anything I'm at least going to show up. And I'm gonna at least enjoy that part. Um, I I think my initial reaction at first was, um, oh great, Tom Hardy is gonna play Venom, and that was it. Yeah. But the more I thought about it, again, just being a comic comic fan and knowing the history of Venom, it's like. How exactly are they going to introduce this character? Yep. Especially in its own universe, not related at all to Spider-Man Homecoming. Right. And so that, to me, is a little problematic because you cannot, you cannot possibly have Venom without Spider-Man. Uh, well, we're going to see because technically you can. <laughs> like, so I guess you can. I, I, I guess you can and... and what I keep thinking about is the script had to have been something special. Sure. To get Tom Hardy involved. Yeah. Hopefully. He's made, he's made great choices. He's made great choices. Wow. That shot really put me over. <laughs> um, he's made good choices with his... So the script has got to be at least interesting. And what we've heard so far is that it's an R-rated adaption. So I'm already okay. I'm semi on board. Um, and then they keep saying that it's going to be a horror movie. <sighs> so I, I, I'm stoked and, to see what they do, but I agree. I think that he, I could, I could see it being a horror movie yeah. if they were also going to introduce carnage. Well, Venom but, is the antihero, so they're going to have to introduce something to be the horror. Ah, uh, but see, uh, I don't, okay. Oh wait, so, yeah, okay. actually, sorry. It, it, it says right here. Um, described as something of a twist on the horror genre, Venom will be played as an anti-hero with Carnage as the main villain. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. So, <laughs> so um, all right. Well, not to be, not to be, uh, not to be at like a Debbie Downer or anything, but yeah. 
Um, I will keep an open mind, just like I do with all the films. Sure. And I'll just wait for it to come out. Of course, my initial gut reaction is, why? Yeah. But I think that's what everyone said when they announced this. But you know why? what? I said the same thing at the time when they announced Guardians of the Galaxy. And it wasn't the Guardians of the Good Galaxy point. that I grew up with. Same. So It was... Uh, I, I had seen Star-Lord... But it wasn't the Guardian that I knew. Right, exactly. It was like the, I knew um, the Spartan. Um, yeah, Yondu. Thank you. Yondu mm-hmm. with, anyways, I it's going to take me forever to remember these guys. Um, what, you mean the original Guardians? Yeah, the ori- well, well, they were actually in the movie for a split second. Yeah, well, uh, Played let's by see. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, Sylvester and, Stallone. Um, there was the crystallized guy that was Martin X. Who, um, but he was played by somebody crazy. Um Oh, spell, uh, spell his name for me. Martin X. It's M A R T I N E X, like Martin E X. Okay, so he was played by somebody recently who I was like, "What?" Okay, sorry. Keep keep talking. And um, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna the original Guardians that I'm thinking about were you know Vance Astrovic, um, Yondu, obviously Charlie Charlie Twenty Seven, um, Martin X, and um, uh, uh, What's his name? Uh, oh my god! Uh, oh my god! He's like the most important guy on the team because it was so complex. Starhawk, I believe. Thank his you. Name. Yeah. Yes. And the, um, so this team started in '69. Yep, absolutely. And um, when uh, I remember in the '90s when they uh, were reintroducing them to like I guess the new generation the of new, comic collectors. Yeah. Um, then that team was in place. However, there were two new additions to the team, and that was Nikki, um, who had, like, flame hair and stuff like that, and then also Alita, which, not to get into too much of a convoluted history, but her and Starhawk have uh, are married. Yeah. But in, in something that happened between them where now they share the same body. Really? Yeah, it's very, very, huh. very, very complex. Huh. So, but right. somehow it worked. I mean, the the series lasted for several hundred issues. Really? So, yeah, I think I, I collected all the way up to, like, issue maybe 76, 77. Really? Okay. But it, it, well, it went well into the hundreds. Yeah, well past that. All right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's um, Martin X was uh, Luther from Smallville. Oh, uh, Michael, Michael Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I remember, I don't know, I stumbled upon his Twitter and I was reading his like his bio and it said original Guardian of the Galaxy. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, that's actually really yeah, cool. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, let's run through this list really quick and then I'll let you be on your way. Sure. I apologize for keeping you for no, so long. God. Um, this has been a great episode. We're already past the hour mark and I still have more to do. <laughs> um, so Venom... Cautiously optimistic. Yes. All right. Aquaman. James, um, James Wan, Jason Momoa, Amber Heard, Patrick Wilson, Dolph Lundgren, oh, Willem God. Dafoe. Um, I really hope Dolph Lundgren is like Black Mamba or something like that. Yeah. Black oh, Manta. Manta. Thank yeah. you. God. Um, he plays Kobe Bryant. <laughs> that's Kill Bill. Yeah. Um, my bad. You said James Wan was a director? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I actually inter- kind of like James Wan. Mm-hmm. So... 
I don't know. I I, I mean, I, he did Fast 7 and The Conjuring, or Furious 7. Yeah. And The Conjuring. So yeah. he's kind of all over the place. I kind of, you know, I have to say, I did enjoy The Conjuring. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Conjuring same was here. Excellent. I so, think that's one of the reasons Patrick Wilson Didn't he got also do in. the, um, the, the, not The Ring, The Grudge? Um, no, that maybe that was somebody else. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Patrick um, Wilson's playing Aquaman's half-brother, Orm. Interesting. And that's the bad guy in the movie. Okay. Oh, so he'll be Ocean Master. Yeah. Patrick mm. Wilson's Ocean or Orum. Nicole Kidman is Queen Alana. Um, Who's playing Mira? Mira, Amber Heard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. We've already seen a photo of her as Mira, and it looks epic. Okay. So we're most likely going to see her in Justice League. Okay. Because there's no reason why we would have seen a picture of this didn't like we, two years ago. Didn't we see one already, though? I think yeah. we did. Yeah. Okay. So she's already she's already she, got her character. So she's most likely in Justice League. Sure. Because they wouldn't be releasing clips from this movie. Right. You know, last right. year. Hmm. So. Interesting. All right. I It's got Willem Dafoe, so I'm, again, cautiously optimistic. <laughs> But I love Momoa, so I will... I, I mean, I'll, I like William Defoe. I'll be there. William Defoe is okay. He's not I, terrible. I'm curious who he's going to play. It doesn't have it listed yet. <laughs> the Green Goblin. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> if that's how we get the um, uh, the Justice League and then the, the League of... Um, what was the in the Justice League cartoon, the League that had... Oh, the League like, of Doom. The League of Doom. Uh-huh. Man, I want a League of Doom movie. That would be cool. I want I want all of the original League of Dooms. But like, we need we need a we need a better Lex Luthor. You don't like Michael Rosenbaum? <laughs> no, I mean if Michael Rosenbaum plays him, yeah. then that's great. But like no offense to Jesse Eisenberg. No, 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 no. Offense but... to Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> You're not Lex Luthor. You're Lex Luthor's little brother. I'm totally fine with making fun of him. I mean He's not Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor's older than Clark Kent. Yes. Lex Luthor is bald which okay he gets there sure like he's a titan of industry and yeah. apparently i mean it, it we're seeing the anakin skywalker yes le, version of lex luther yes and like sure he evolves into something better but mm-hmm. like like i said with star wars i don't need to see how my awesome thing became awesome i sure. just want to see yeah, Darth yeah, yeah, Vader. yeah, yeah. i just want to see lex luther at full power of course so all right Really quick, let's keep going. We have X Men Dark Phoenix. Simon Kinberg, we've got Sophie Turner as the Phoenix, aka Young Jean Grey. Uh, it's a sequel to Apocalypse. So I saw Apocalypse um, again, uh, like about a couple of weeks ago. And um, yeah, the movie does have its kind of flaws. Um, but I thought it was a pretty good X Men movie. Apocalypse? Yeah. Yeah. It was. When I picked up some of the comics, mm-hmm. some of the X-Men comics when yeah. I got home, mm-hmm. and I, I walked out being like, huh, that was its own thing. Yeah. And then when I got home and I p- picked up a couple of the X-Men books, yeah. I was like, oh, wait, no, that was an X-Men movie. Right. That's right. A, it, it was like pulled from the pages of this. Sure. I, I keep putting it in other universes where it doesn't belong, but like, for those who didn't like Apocalypse, pick up an X-Men comic. It's yeah. like, it's very true to form. Yeah. Yeah. So... I this is coming right afterwards and it's funny it says it'll tackle the beloved Jean Grey story arc from the comics that was first broached and botched in X-Men <laughs> the Last Stand. So we're going to see how she becomes Dark Phoenix. Wait a minute, that's not true. It was first broached in X-Men 2, but it was it was destroyed in Lost Hand. Yeah. 
Like, that was just... uh, Oh, man. I love you, Famke Jensen, but that was just... It's not your fault. I know it's not your fault. No, it's not her fault. It's not your fault at all, but that was just awful. She is Jean Grey. Yes. And Sophia Turner is young her. Yes. So I totally love the character. I can see the both of them. The writing murdered her. Not Cyclops, not Wolverine. No. The fucking (laughs) writing (laughs) murdered... Oh, man. All right. So uh, after that, it looks like we have um, December 14th of next year, a currently untitled animated Spider-Man movie. Interesting. And it looks um, so far. uh, Let me read this really quick. The kicker for the animated is that it's going to be Miles Morales, not Peter Parker. Okay. So it might not be related to what's happening in the Marvel Universe. It might be a standalone Miles Morales movie. I would be fine with that. I would love that. Do we know, does Peter Parker get killed and that's why Miles Morales takes it over? So the way, what happened was back when Marvel had the Ultimate Universe, uh, Peter Parker was around. Yeah. And Miles was also there. Sure. And Miles uh, had a similar... um, um, encounter with a spider sure kind of like peter did yeah except that spider was breeded uh or genetically developed differently sure so he has um different powers than peter does oh interesting and so uh in the ultimate universe yeah peter dies he's killed off yeah and so mile takes over uh becoming spider-man for that universe fast forward a few years after that happened we have this giant event um, that kind of took all of the different universes yeah. and basically crushed them into one now. Everyone's back alive again. Well, almost. yes. Everyone. However, the characters from the Ultimate Universe have also crossed over. So Miles is around mm-hmm. as well as Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. However... At one point, there's like five Spider-Men running around. Oh, there. sure. Kind of like with Superman. There's always a Superman. Yeah. But the difference here is that this... Spider-Man that we know yeah. does not know this Miles Morales, and Miles Morales thinks he knows this Spider-Man, but he truly doesn't. He only knows him by his name, and that's it. Really? Yeah. So. Oh man, that's a mind. Yeah, Miles has right. like additional powers that Peter doesn't have. Like he has the ability to turn invisible, um, and he also has Bioshock electricity uh, within him because of the spider that uh, bit him. Oh shoot! Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That'd be interesting. So they, um, yeah, Shamik Moore is set to voice Spidey. Okay. I'm not exactly sure who that is, but I'm going to do some Googling later. Okay. Um, yeah, this know. Spider-Man, it, technically he is um, African-American slash, um, I believe they said he was, I think he, they said he was either Cuban-American or Dominican-American, one of the two. Okay. I think Cuban-American. But he's like the first Latino uh, uh, Spider-Man. That's interesting. So it's... Liv Schreiber said it's going to be more of a throwback Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they, they shouldn't lean on this, but I feel like Spidey fans will still come out in force. His quote was, I think real hardcore Spidey fans will be able to follow this with great ease. It'll feel very familiar in a good way, in kind of a throwback way. Sure. So that's a quote by Liv Schreiber. What is up, Robbie? Welcome to the show. <laughs> um, so that'll be interesting. 
we'll get our Miles Morales. Yep. We'll get to see how people react to him. And, huh. All right. So after that, just to, to continue this, and we only have a couple more, okay. but Gambit, February 14th, 2019. <sighs> um, Gore Verbinski <laughs> is directing cast is so far <clears throat> Channing Tatum. I, I kind of like the fact that uh, Tanning Chatham is going to play Tanning Chatham? Yep. Um, uh, I never get his name right. Um, <laughs> no, you just, you you did the Tanning Chatham. Yeah, of course. Of Channing Tatum. I never get his name right, That's so okay. I'm always going to mispronounce him. Just Channing Tatum. Just less um, buff John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I feel like he might be able to pull it off. He's got the accent. I mean, he does. Um, it's just, is he going to be able to kind of emote that, that character? Is the way he we pure see sex? Him? Yes. Is he incredibly handsome and will he be able to talk the, into the pants of anyone, including Rogue? It's Channing Tatum. Yeah. yeah I of totally course. think. Yeah. I, I think he's got the charm and the sass to pull it off. Cause yes. that's the thing. It's. It's yes. almost like Gambit's first power is seduction and his second power is, you know, pyrokinetic. But mm-hmm. it's, uh, I, I think this is one of the few times where they've announced an actor with Gambit. And I was like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, right after that, we have Captain Marvel. Oh, May my God. 2019. I'm so waiting for Captain Marvel. And I... I'm so disappointed that they are not like jumping on this like right now. It, it is interesting. Like in the times that Wonder Woman was a little too late and Brie, or, uh, Brie Larson and Captain Marvel's coming a little too or uh, Wonder Woman was a little too early. Yeah. And Captain Marvel's coming a little too late Correct. for like where it could have the biggest bang. Impact. Yep. Yep. Um, so I, I still I'm stoked that they're taking the time to do this right. Oh, totally. And you know we're gonna see her well before this movie. Oh yeah, we we will definitely see her at uh, at uh, Infinity War. I'm I'm calling it. We're gonna see her in Infinity War one. Totally. Yeah. I if not in the first movie, she's gonna be the the, the trailer. Yeah. Credit. Yep. I agree. She's gonna be in the credit scene. That's a hundred percent. She's one of the few superpowers who could actually go toe to toe with Thanos. On her own. She could go toe-to-toe with uh, Superman if need be. Yeah, on her own. The way they described her character was that she was a combination of, and and I apologize for everybody who doesn't know her history, but she... She's um, a weird one. She had, yeah, she had a weird history, but she inherited her powers from an alien race called the Kree. Yep. Um, But soon after, well, not soon after, but several years later, she also had developed a second mutation of sorts. Even though she's not a mutant, she sure. developed a second mutation where she became a, yet a different hero called Binary. Mm-hmm. And so her powers were cosmic in nature. Yeah. So, yes, she had powers originally, but they were from an alien race. She suddenly inherited these other powers, which were like on a cosmic level. So she became way overpowered. I, well, it, it it starts off with saying this iteration of Captain Marvel will focus on the character Carol Danvers, whose adventure of Earthbound are based in the cosmic realm. Uh, it's the first female-led superhero revolving around the most powerful character in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. So they're not even saying most powerful female character. No, because that, 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 that prestige goes to She-Hulk. They're, they're saying that this is the first female-led revolve around the most powerful character in the entire 
Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. So we're not we don't see She Hulk yet. But right. Of course. So she'll be the most part. Like. Yeah. They're even saying past all of the oh, yeah. villains that we've seen. Sure. So it, it's funny because it's 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 a prequel to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. So it's taking place in the '90s, even before Iron Man. Yeah. And it's bringing in the Skrulls as the villains, and um, it'll be interesting. We're we're gonna have a two-eyed Nick Fury. They're, is that what it says? They're yeah. bringing the scrolls. Uh, That's the, interesting the that they would do that because Fox has kind of the rights over that because of the uh, Fantastic Four. Technically, really, yeah, because technically, Boy, how, how does scrolls figure into Fantastic Four? Well, technically, the scrolls were introduced in Fantastic Four um, way back nineteen sixty. I want to say nineteen sixty-two or sixty-three. Aren't they the in the process of giving Fantastic Four back? Because That's of still how, a work in progress. Because of how poor the last Fantastic yeah, Four did? It's still a work in progress. Okay. But I know that by issue four of the Fantastic Four, they, encro- they encountered the Super Scroll. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so it. because of that, technically... Because it sucks up all their powers. Right. And it's So it's technically, yeah, technically the Scrolls belong in that universe, which Marvel, uh, which Fox happens to still own. Yeah. So... Huh. So it's interesting that they would say... That they would use the synopsis and say that the scrolls are the main villain. Mi- excuse me, the main <laughs> villain because they're still owned by Fox. Huh. So maybe this could be one of the few rare like exceptions ex- exceptions where they're yeah, you know, kind of like they did with Spider Man. Talk and about Sony. this. You can talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, if that's the case, then that's great. But introducing the scrolls into the Marvel universe that's going to open a big can of worms. Especially Man. after Secret Invasion. Well, what's funny is that they're actually introducing scrolls at the begin before Iron Man even starts. So the scrolls could Oh man. <laughs> the scrolls this entire universe that we've seen unfold, somebody could be a scroll and we don't know about it yet. That's exactly what happened in Secret uh, Invasion, where uh Nick Fury discovered that um Captain America, right? No, no, no. He discovered that there was a hero that was an alien, and he couldn't prove it 100% until uh, they were killed. And oh, man. Um, actually, I believe um, the X-Men were the first ones to discover that. And just not to sidetrack, but... Well, in, no, we're way past that. Okay, well... Just keep going. Um, <laughs> the X-Men, I remember, uh, they were in space, sure. right? Yeah. And I believe that they had... Or maybe they weren't in space. Maybe they were on Earth. But uh, Wolverine was fighting alongside Elektra. And you're familiar with Elektra, yes? Yep. So in the process of the battle that they were in, Elektra dies. Yeah. Right? Like, how many times can this chick die? Jesus Christ. Right? Um, But so they brought her into their medical center, right? And slowly she starts to transform into into a scroll. scroll. Yep. And suddenly there was this giant panic with everyone in the room because... They have been working alongside this Electra yeah. for more than like, according to them, like twenty years. Yeah. So where is the real Electra in all of this? Oh man. And then the storylines, it, it really it's really a great story because it's suddenly you get a group of heroes that come in from space in this pod. Yeah. Right? They land on Earth and they are still dressed in their original garbs. Okay. 
and they meet their modern day counterparts. Oh man! And we're left to figure out who's the real one who's between the real these one two. His, oh wow! Because they were even brain the scrolls were even brainwashed to think that yep. they were the that real were, person, yep. and so like at least two or three issues in, we're trying to figure out who's the real person yeah. in this whole thing. Yeah, the whole time they're speaking and you're just yeah yeah it this was is interesting it, it could really open up like i mean because you know in the comic books right now captain america is a hydra agent correct so like maybe they take the, that turn in the movies he gets killed off and then we find out that he's a scroll this yeah. whole time wouldn't that be insane that would be that if would the, blow a lot of people's minds the captain america that we've been following like the, the steve rogers he actually died and we've just seen for the past however many movies, a scroll, Captain America. Yeah. Oh my God, that would be people insane. would dump in their pants in the <laughs> theater. Like I, mean, I would. I mean, kidding? people flipped their wig when they when they saw that Cap turn into a Hydra agent. I know. I mean, that was a big deal. I, oh my God. Yeah. I I would love to see because I mean, one of these times Cap's gonna get a bullet in the head. We all sure. know that that's how oh, his yeah, story yeah. ends. Yeah. So like at one point he's gonna die, and if he just ends up being a scroll yeah. after this, oh yeah. my god! Yeah, that would that would totally blow people's minds. Literally. I will say that um, <laughs> this episode's so gonna get taken down by <laughs> Disney. They're gonna be like, we're gonna need you to remove that. <laughs> Louie and I go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> they already found our plans out. Um, Hopefully this just leads us to a new job because they're just like, you figured that out? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, hell, I've been following for years. Come on. Um, Steve um, turning into a Hydra agent was something that supposedly happened just on a whim recently. And so I think the prospect of introducing that to audiences would really kind of, again, it would blow their minds. But blowing their minds even more if it's discovered that he's been a scroll. Because then the question becomes, where is he? Where has he been? Where is the original? And. Is he when really did he get swapped out, or did he even get swapped out at all? Is yeah. he really Captain America, or is Steve has Steve been dead this entire this time? whole time? They never found him. Yeah, they found a scroll. Right, that would. Oh, oh my man. god, that would. Oh man, wow, that would. All right, blow Disney, people come mind. at us. We, <laughs> we we have our fan theories. <laughs> come find us. Please talk with us. We would be gladly uh, uh, engage you guys in. Thoughtful conversation and a job. Oh my god, I, w- I would jump ship for a job in Marvel so fast. I oh my, I, I don't care what I'm the doing. days. I have it on my dream board on my fridge that yep. I want to work for Marvel. Yep. I don't know if it'll happen in this lifetime, but I would love to do that. Oh hell yeah! All right, so let's let's wrap it up. We have we have a couple more. We'll just go quick. I'm very excited about this Shazam. Mm-hmm. David F. Sandberg is directing, and and then so far. What's funny is in the Shazam movie, the cast they've only the cast they've announced is Zachary Levy, uh, Asher Angel, and Mark Strong, and The Rock. He's not. No? He might not be in Shazam. <gasps> I oh my god! So if that ends Black up not Adam, happening, yeah, Black Adam is his huge villain. Like you can't do Thanos in movie one. No, you got to work up. Sure. So yeah, I but I mean, in other films, they've introduced the big bad, and it's like, well, why did they do that? Why didn't they go with somebody, like, leaner or something like that? So Mark Strong's playing Dr. Thaddeus Savannah. Okay. So, I mean, he's enough of a bad dude that that could take a full movie. So I, I feel... It's interesting that, they would, that he would play Dr. Savannah, but I could see... 
I could see that because yeah. Mark Strong is an excellent, I love an excellent Mark Strong. character. Oh my god! I just saw him in Kingsman last night. Oh my god! I love that movie. Wrecked my. I love him in that yeah. movie. I'll watch him in anything now. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. what did I just watch? Oh, I just watched Rock and Roller. One oh, of yeah. Guy Ritchie's, you know, so good. Films. That's such an under the radar. Yeah, and he plays Archie. Yep. And with a slap. Oh man! Yep. All right. Anyways, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think. I'm looking. I want to say that I'm looking forward to it because Shazam is one of the few DC characters that I actually like. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a very, very small amount of characters. You know, that Firestorm is my favorite. Yep. Um, I want to say that Shazam is probably like my second favorite out of all of them. He's he's up there for me. Yeah. Especially because he's a little kid in, in like a dude's body. Yeah. And that's yeah. like the whole like reading that as a kid. Like that's what you. Really, Oh, yeah. Yes, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. So, all right. So, there's a couple untitled Fox Marvel movies, a couple untitled Avengers movies, um, Spider-Man Homecoming 2. Well, speaking of untitled Avengers films, I hope that most people understand and possibly realize that um, Infinity War is probably going to be the final movie for most of these people. Yeah. They're going to have... If they want to continue this universe... They're going to have to rely on other actors yep. to portray the heroes that they're used to. Well, I, I think we're doing a couple different things. I think Sebastian Stan is getting groomed for a potential Winter Soldier Captain America. I think that um, Falcon, we could see a Falcon Captain America. We could see a whole movie that's just the two of them sure. trying to figure out who the Who's next one be is. The next guy is, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's an untitled DC movie. Um it's it's, it's okay. just called so far just called the <laughs> Batman. Um, all right, let's let's round this one out with probably the last one that I want to talk about because there's so many untitled, 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 untitled. Um, I, and it's funny they talk about these because these like Fox and Marvel and DC they put like holds on these dates years out. So like June fifth, twenty twenty. Yeah, the movie's to be announced, but they've already bought that date. Basically, mm. um, however, one thing, or? yeah, like okay. they like that's gonna be the so June fifth, twenty twenty is either gonna be the Flash, Batgirl, Suicide Squad, to Green Lantern Core, or Justice League Dark. It's one of those. I out of all of those, I would probably want to see Justice League Dark. I want to see Justice League Dark so bad. I want to see Justice League Dark as a Netflix series. I could see that working. Yes. I could see that working. Like the Defenders style. Like, I think they would really be able to pull off Detective Chimp oh as a God. character. Yes. Um, I mean, if they did that, I totally would be sold. Yeah. Um, but but then you would have like, um, let's see, who are the... Um, Constantine. Constantine, yeah. Really? Uh, Constantine? Uh, yeah, it's Constantine. Okay. It is. All right. Uh, Zatanna. I love Satana. Um, and I know a, a bunch of guys would like uh, love Satana. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that costume's pretty Yeah, dollar. of course. Yeah. Um, they tried to put her in a different costume in uh, comics. Yeah, that Boo. didn't go. Yeah, <laughs> it did not go well. Um, She's one of the few still, like, sexy badasses left. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. She is a lot stronger than people think she is. Like, she, she's like Doctor Strange strong. Yeah, almost, where it's that, like, almost that level, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, the counterpart to him, Dr. Fate, should also be part of this. I know. Um, I'm, I'm, and he's super, super powerful as well. And super crazy. Yeah, and super crazy. <laughs> so um, he could be both the villain and one of the characters. Totally, totally. So, um, And I'm trying to think who else, would, who else was on that team. Those are the only four that I can think of off the top of my head. 
Um, I don't remember. I know there were like two or three other people on well, that team. Well, I mean, we have the Swamp Thing, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, Batman, See, I, technically. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, he's the one who kind of brings them together. Oh, sure, sure. Ish. And I, I, I would also say with Swamp Thing, it's like, yeah, I mean, he's more of an elemental than anything. I don't yeah. know how magical or, or I understand that his powers are probably derived from magic, but in terms of what this team is comprised of, it's more of like discovering like all of these kind of supernatural things that yeah. happen. So, so in the, the current running, it's um, John Constantine, just for you, Larry, Madame Xanadu. Okay. Dead man. That's right. Dead I man. love dead man. Yep. I love, I, I love that he pops up. In like the cartoons, he pops up in comics and awesome play. Yep, yep. Boston, what's his name? Boston. Um, uh, he he has like Rex something. I no, I think he has a, a double B. I think he has another one of those. Boston brand. Boston brand. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Boston brand. Um, so Zatanna, Black Orchid, Frankenstein, Swamp Thing. See, I forgot about Frankenstein. But yeah. You said Black Orchid. Black Orchid. Interesting. Yeah. She must be recent. She's a superheroine who, um, wow, human-plant hybrid. There we go. <laughs> All right, so the last one that I want to leave it on, to not to leave it on a bad note, but leave it on like a, a, a good note for what's happening in, in the movie industry. Wonder Woman 2 is coming out December 13th, 2019. Okay. And Gal Gadot, I don't know if you saw this, announced yesterday. That she is pulling out of the movie if Brett Ratner is at all even touching the film. Sure. So that's coming after uh, that's coming after allegations of um, Burr Ratner being incredibly insensitive to Alan Page, um, being basically just being a a sexual creep. Right. Being so, there's been rumors for a long time, but it's the first time that someone's come out and really written about. You know, Brett Ratner. So that was always like, I always remember hearing these like things. And whenever I'd see his movie, I'd be like, Ugh, yeah, this is, you know, yeah, I, I can tell that some weirdos behind this. Right. I've never really been a huge fan of his. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I haven't either. I, it's just, he's missed the mark so many times. And the fact that he's also a creep, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm out. So <laughs> it's um, good on you, Gal Gadot, for standing up and saying that she's she's pulling out if um, he's at all associated. Because why should he a you know someone who's why should he profit off of a female superhero like this, whose back history is against the mistreatment of women and sure. like there's, Oh man, there's so many things. So good on you, Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, screw I mean, if Brett that's Ratner. the case, then they shouldn't even bother doing it because not, not for nothing, but I believe that Gal Gadot actually did a pretty good job as Wonder Woman. Oh, she killed it. Um, you know, and again, the film wasn't, wasn't great, but she, she certainly made it a great film because of, she really personified, yeah. you know, Diana, mm-hmm. um, as the character that, should be represented yes. as that character what was it like almost a hundred years ago yeah. right yeah so she did an excellent job doing that now going forward she has to be with the times and so i would expect that she would be obviously a little bit more modern yeah um and uh uh focused on not only being 
the best person that she that she turned into, but also yeah. still being that champion or hero yep. for the people. It'll be interesting to see how she's approached in Justice League on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, how much she's used yeah. and, and kind of what her drive is. Yes. So it'd be very interesting to see her in this. I think that'll set up if there's a Wonder Woman too. Totally. Because totally. I, I think they could make it without Brett Ratner because, I mean, it just had his money. It yeah. didn't have his brain. No. That was all Patty Jenkins, and she's incredible. Yes. So I'd love she to see her continue job. going. I would I would um, agree that too. So, Patty Jenkins yeah. should do it. Patty Jenkins should direct this film as well. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm very interested in to see where this turns, and, and, and good on Ellen Page for speaking up. And uh, good on Gal for kind of sticking with her, sticking with her, and sure. getting behind it. So Absolutely. we'll keep you posted on what's going on with that. This has been an hour and a half of Josh and Louie. Holy crap! An hour and a half. Yeah, bud. Oh. This is this is a special episode. I apologize, to everybody, for me just going off in the handle and just talking over and over and over. No, but what I'm doing is I'm gonna in, I'm gonna do. I was gonna do a lot longer intro, but for this one, I'm just gonna do like a. Strap in, nerds. This is going to be fun. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on the show, bud. No, thank you. This is awesome. I love doing this. My pleasure having you. Um, your knowledge of comics knows no bounds, and I've only got to scratch the surface. I want. I needed to keep it as close to common knowledge as possible, because you and I could have gone off into the deep end. Oh, my God. We with could... some of these comics. We would still be talking about Beta Ray Bill oh, yeah. if I didn't stop us. Totally. So, totally. Yeah. One of these days, maybe we'll do like a full like four-hour episode oh broken up <laughs> into four little snippets. For people that I think you know. people would get tired of that, and I wouldn't want to subject you to that kind of stuff. So, yeah, we'll see. but no, I appreciate it. I definitely love uh, talking about this stuff, and I certainly love that you appreciate it as well. And Good. so, that's the only reason why I talk about it is because you know that energy just kind of makes me oh, want to do more. So. Good. Good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. We're gonna do this again soon. I cannot wait to talk to you after Justice League comes out. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna text you as soon as I get out of the theater on okay. Thursday, and I'm gonna be like, I'm either gonna be like, go see it, or I'm gonna be like, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> so expect one of those answers on uh, well, sure. Thursday night. I will more than likely, I will more than likely see it sometime over the weekend. Sure. Um, and yeah, we can compare notes after okay. that. So. All right, good bud. All right, Air Five. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Later, bud. Later. It's noodling with Josh. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Noodling with Josh featuring... The Incredible Louis, the comic book guy. Music brought to you by the incomparable, incredible Tommy Sklut. Check out his personal music, facebook.com slash Tommy Sklut Music, S-K-L-U-T. Or see the awesome work that he's doing with Middle C Music Education at middlecmusiced.com, where they make music together for everyone. I love that. Check it out. Thank you again for tuning in.